<laughs> okay, there we are. We're live. We're live. <laughs> so good, good afternoon, and welcome to a late episode of the Saved and Sassy podcast with myself, Randy Mendez, and my co-host, Crystal Riley. We are excited today because we're going to be peeling back the layers and talking about something that's really real for all of us, which is which is mom guilt, wife guilt, uh, you know, just straight Christian women believer guilt. But today we're going to be talking about it in a little bit of a different capacity, Crystal, because obviously, especially as moms and as women, there's a lot of different areas where we quickly can feel guilt. But this one, I think, hits us a little unexpected. And I know for myself personally, I'm guilty of just kind of wanting to forget it and sweep it under the rug. And that is guilt that comes with understanding um, decisions that we've made in the past before maybe we've understood God's word. So any thoughts on this topic today? None. 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 experienced it. I got nothing. Oh, man. I was telling you, um, kind of funny, I was was, was in my Bible, and I have a... um, a study Bible, right? And so in the in the particular verse, and I don't have my Bible with me because I'm traveling, which I should have it with me, but that's another topic. Anyhow, um, I remember reading and it was talking about, in this particular case, it was talking about, you know, marriage and children. And it was talking about contraception and using birth control and the decision to stop having children. And it was really explaining how that is supposed to be rooted in taking that to God and laying at his feet. And it was just one one of the many times that where I am today is polar opposite of where I was 20 years ago. And I just immediately felt that like that cringe, that moment of like, man, when I was 21, which this is a tough topic for me, Crystal, because in hindsight, I don't even know why a doctor did this. But when I was 21, not only did I have my tubes tied, but I had them tied and seared. And one of the driving forces behind that absolutely unequivocally was that I wanted to be responsible. And that's not a bad thing. We're not saying don't be responsible when it comes to this. But something that struck me in the Bible study was, you know, one of the driving factors of your decision around being done having a family or using contraceptive and not having more children shouldn't be convenience, right? It shouldn't be the convenience of your life. It shouldn't be the convenience of being out of the baby stage. It shouldn't be the convenience, right? And so it was one of those times where I was just like, how many of us do this? I just time and time again, as I've matured as a Christian and I read the word and I just think back to decisions I've made, things that I've done, especially worldly influence things, I cringe, I cringe friend. And I know, I know that God forgives us. And like, I understand that, but I just cringe and I just want to sweep them under the rug and pretend they never happened. So how about you? Do you, do you deal with this? Um, well, I mean, I think everybody does. I I've really, you know, I think everybody deals with it. Um, I didn't really want to have children when I was younger. I didn't even want to get married. And then I met my husband and he talked me into it. So we're married. And then, you know, I'm married. I may as well have kids, but then I don't like odd numbers. So then I had to have two kids. So I got married in 03, had Kaylee in 04 and had Tegan in 05. So boom, boom, boom. And had my tube side um, as well. And because I, that was it. That's all I could really handle was two. And that was a lot. And they're very close together. So um, interesting perspective to be, to think of it that way, I think. I've never really thought of it in that 
light. <laughs> right. I mean, me neither. I mean, I know that the day came later on that I absolutely wanted more. Right. And in hindsight, my hindsight, I would have loved, uh, you know, Jordy gives me a really hard time because I always say I would have loved nine sons. And she's like, yeah, I know. And no daughters. And that's, that's not the case of, and in, in, in actuality, I will say as adults, I feel like daughters are so much easier to parent than sons, but that might just be my own case because I've bred me some mama's boys, but, but all kidding aside, you know, it, it just was one of those things. And it's, it's been many times, right? There's some decisions that I've made that honestly, I just am as transparent as I am, even on this podcast, um, I'm just not ready to, to be that transparent, but there's just been several different things at different stages in my life that I've made the decision. And, you know, I've made it based off of being responsible, like I said, or feeling like, you know, um, that was, it just, I didn't take them to God's feet. I didn't take them to God's feet. And I think that's really two, two things I want our, our listeners to take away today is number one, the grace that we always talk about. I think it's sometimes it's like so easy to apply God's grace to when we mess up today in like these little ways. But I think when we really have this heart to pursue God as really strong believers, sometimes it's like, we don't even try to take what we did 20 years ago and lay it at his feet because we're so ashamed of it. We'd rather just sweep it away and pretend it never happened. Right? So number one, we have to take the mistakes of the past and we have to lay them at his feet and we have to allow his grace to be enough to not cringe, to not cringe and just want to hide from it. Right. Yeah, But you know, we only know what we know and we were both in different spaces. Right. I mean, we weren't, I, I think we were just 20 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 20 years ago. Holy moly. I was in a completely different space. I mean, I was a believer, but I didn't have the relationship that I have now. And right. so as I, as we dig deeper into our faith, I think we are more convicted, but the things that we've done in our past, I mean, I guess if we're convicted, we would want to take it to God and lay it at his feet because you need to bring whatever is in the dark to light. So if there's any kind of shame or guilt, that's not from God. So I'm just processing out loud through what you were saying. So well, yeah, I, I mean, I think you're spot on, right? Because that's what I'm saying. So what happens is based off of where I'm at today, the conviction hits the conviction mm -hmm. hits, right? It's like, oh, just like, I want to vomit in my mouth conviction. Like, like, I just want to hide under the bed conviction of the of decisions and mistakes and, and, and things I did in the past, right? But then true to my human flesh, it's where I just want to just take a deep breath and pretend it didn't happen and move forward. But that's why we're having the conversation today, because we don't just apply God's grace to where we are today based off of our knowledge and our Christian, our Christian maturity and our, our understanding of scripture. But we have to apply that grace to where we were, even though we have trouble going, dang, like we have that guilt and that remorse, right? Remorse gets me. I'm a sucker. Like if only I had my biblical knowledge that I have now today, raising my children, if only I had it when I was making decisions on what my family would look like, how my kids would be disciplined, all those things. Like how easy is it for us as women to just sit and get really lost in what we wish we had then instead of applying God's grace, like the conviction is a good thing, right? Because here's where that comes in. We have to remember, and we talk about this all the time, Crystal, 90% of our life isn't for us. So what happens is we get stuck in that whirlwind of this being for us and like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have known this 20 years ago. It would look so different. But if we remember that half of what we've gone through, 90% of what we go through is for someone else, then it's twofold. We apply God's grace to it, mm -hmm. surrender it, 
but then we get strong we come on this podcast or we get we go fellowship with somebody and we have a conversation with somebody and we make sure they understand like i kiddingly but also not kiddingly screenshot that scripture so that uh bible study so quick and i sent it to jordy because i mean of course i'm her mom and i want her to have 50 kids but i don't really because it's such a stressful thing to watch your child your daughter specifically have children but if other than that side, I really do want her to have more. And when I sent it to her, I sent it to her twofolds. Yes, there was the selfish human flesh part of me as her mom that was like, this is a notch in the why to have another baby bank, right? <laughs> but 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 as a as a woman to woman, it was like, whoa, whoa, there's more to this than just when it's convenient, not convenient to your life. And when, you know, things like that, like you got to take this to God. And whatever your decision is, that's your decision. But you got to take this to God and lay it at his feet. Right. Oh, I, I agree. I think that's with anything. I think that God wants us to be to involve him in all of our decisions. Right. Um, whether it's having more children, not having more children or finances or businesses, mm -hmm. whatever it is, I think that he wants us to come in. And as the deeper we grow into our faith, I think we get more and more convicted. But I mean, laying it at his feet for the past and giving ourselves grace. I mean, I think that's really, really important. I don't, yeah, I think. I think the grace and, grace and testimony. And here's the thing, and we're talking about this and it's diving, <laughs> true to our nature, it's diving probably a little deeper than we, we had intended it to. Because <laughs> I think that, you know, again, we can, conviction can hit very easy. So, so listeners drop in a comment. If you're watching the live stream, if you're listening on the podcast, you know, let us hear from you conviction. Once you you're starting to walk deeper with God, it's almost like it's, <laughs> you know, I always joke that the pharmaceutical industry with their drugs are like, you get a prescription, you get a prescription, you get a prescription, right? Especially like rheumatoid. They're just like, we're giving prescriptions to everybody. I kind of joke like that. And I feel like, you know, as you start to really get disciplined in the word and you really start to absorb the word and you're in that active relationship with God, conviction's kind of the same thing. You get conviction, you get conviction. It's like, there's no, the better I get in my walk, there is no shortage of conviction. It just comes quicker and swifter. And I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, we won't digress, but just yesterday I had like conviction over the most simplest minute thing. And I was like having a panic attack about it. But um, so the conviction can come quickly, right? So when you experience that conviction, number one thing we want you to take away from that is don't, don't allow conviction to inflict shame. Don't allow conviction to right. result, right? So allow the conviction to allow you to reflect, to take a deep breath and then to release. Okay. So whether that was something that happened, you know, last week or something that happened 20 years ago, actually bring that back to God's feet, like forgetting it, sweeping it under the, the, the rug, um, pretending it didn't happen. That's not going to work, right? You have to bring it to God's feet. And, mm -hmm. and that's the beautiful thing is when you bring it to his feet, you can start to say, God, take this from me, take the heaviness of this from me, because it's, it's not us that can actually release it, right? It's, it's him that releases us from it. And then mm -hmm. number two, here's where I think it really starts to get even harder for us. But this is where we have to step into obedience is remember that, you know, most of our life is meant to be testimony for someone else. And so then it's when we have these convictions and then we have the ability to apply God's grace to them and learn from them. And we think, man, I wish I would have known then. Well, that's like a key, key sign of something we're meant to share testimony with somebody else. That doesn't mean you have to get on a live stream or a broadcast or you know a podcast and say publicly, hey, here's my dirty laundry. No, but it does mean that you have to be actively aware of those around you or those that might be able to benefit from 
what you've now went through so that they don't, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, all of the above. I totally agree. I'm doing this transformed journal. It is amazing. Oh, it's by Rick Warren. And so yesterday I watched this video. I'm on, I think it's like week four and okay. it is about emotional health. And he was talking about like your past is not your future. Um, the old you is not the new you. That's in Proverbs 425. Look straight ahead with honest confidence and don't hang your head in shame. Uh, and he talked a lot about, you know, bringing our convictions, our sins, whatever it is to him and laying it at his, at God's feet and just reminding us that guilt and shame is not from God, right? It's from the enemy. And so when we do bring that to God, it changes us. And, and then you, we can pray and ask, let me see where that is. Um, ask God to heal our memories, uh, things that hurt and change the way that we think about, you know, for abuse, like change the way we think about the abuse. And I thought that was really, really neat to listen to um, just another, another way to pray to talk to God about the things that we've gone through, because I don't think I've ever, with all I've gone through, I've actually said, can you change the way I think about the abuse that's happened to me? Like that was never a thought process. So I just thought with all of the things that we go through, like if we just pray and we ask God, I ask him to change my heart all the time, right? For yeah. things that for people have hurt me, change my heart towards that person. Help me love them the way you love them. Um, so that I don't harbor that anger and bitterness and unforgiveness. But this this study has been really, really good. I I personally love that. And that reminds me of, you know, a conversation that we've had on past podcasts about how we pray for our husbands. And something mm -hmm. that you and I both shifted was praying for the laundry list of, you know, changes we would love, right? Um, which we are both so blessed and thankful to be in, you know, long-term tenured marriages with husbands that deal with us. But um, <laughs> that put up with us, it's not an easy feat. Um, but with that said, you know, we both have intentionally over the years changed that and really just got on the other side of giving thanks for all that we believe to come. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when you said that, it kind of hit home like, man, yes, because I mean, there's been times I've just chanted, like, God, take this from me, take this heaviness from me, or take this away from me, or mm -hmm. like, let me get out from underneath the guilt or the shame or whatever it is, right? But wow, what a powerful turn in that to say, you know, God, give me, so I pray specifically for my sons a lot. I pray for, um, a new heart um you know that's kind of scriptural based and so but a new perspective god god you and and then even maybe citing the fact that you know he takes all things for our good god you take all things for our good take this and give me the new perspective god you do all things take this and give me the new give me the the good give me the win right i mean that is that is powerful thank you for sharing that i love that um yeah that's good friend so right have you been doing that um, I mean, I just listened to it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> right off the press, guys. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, it was really good. I have pages and pages of notes. So, uh, it, I mean, it, like, it just, it was, it was really, really powerful. I, I mean, just asking God to reveal those hurts, right? So we can heal from them. And then, um, let's see being honest with yourself, honest with God and honest with the other person about your hurts, um, releasing it. I, it was just really, really good. You know, replacing the old lies with God's truth. Like, I think that part of 
what I've heard you say today, please don't be offended if I say this wrong, but like living with this should have, would have, could have of our past, you know, God doesn't want us to live in that because right. that's, that robs our joy. And so how do you replace those old lies with God's truth, right? So we have to be in our word. We, we have, well, we, I mean, I guess we don't have to, but to have a renewed mind and a restored mind and to let go of that past stuff, we, we need to be in his word and we have to replace those old lies because, you know, the way you were when you were 20 or 21 is completely different than the way you are now. So you, you know, grace and we have God's forgiveness and, and I don't know. We, I just love that God loves us right. We're out through all of our crap. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. And, 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 you know, I mean, I think that the reason I I felt led to share this is because overall, you know, I have a, I'm I'm so thankful. I mean, I'm utterly, I'm, I'm in awe of God's goodness every single day Mm -hmm. of my life. I'm so thankful for my life. There's, you know, there's not, I mean, I'm, I love it. I love it. My children, my grandchildren, my husband, my, I mean, there's very, very, if I had a magic wand, there's very few things, if any, that I would really change. Like I'm, I'm that happy with my life, but I think it's so important to share that even when you're that happy with your life, the realness and the heaviness of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas is real, right? It's real. Like I, I, you know, I was just having a conversation recently with my grandkids about sugar, right? Like, I mean, my family doesn't have the healthiest eating habits. And if I would have had the knowledge I have today on food, like it would have been different. And I think that, I think the fact that sometimes, you know, we as humans go through the emotion of the fact that life, this is really just like we get one shot, one shot. And Mm -hmm. life is such a blessing, this one life. And I think that, you know, God is so big, we have to bring him into the picture. But what happens is we have a lot of really big facts that can cause really big emotions. The fact we only get one life, and then all of a sudden we can reach a point where we realize that we made massive decisions that weren't the right decision in this one life that forever impacted this one life or forever impacted our children or forever impacted our lives. That can be like, whoa, that's really heavy. So no matter how positive you are, no matter how upbeat you are, no matter how thankful you are and and, and how great you live your life according to the word today, that can still all of a sudden hit you out of left field and be like, man, that's heavy. And so we just have to bring something that's equally as big, in fact, bigger than all of those things into the equation, which is God. But the truth is, Crystal, as much as I love God, as much as I'm in relationship with him, I am guilty of sometimes getting going and I will sit with that heaviness, but I won't take that intentional time to just say, okay, time out. I'm going to my special place and I'm laying this at God's feet. And that's what this message is about today is like, you know, and, and I think that you gave a key factor to really pivoting from that is yes, let's make that time. Let's lay it at his feet. Let's dig it up. Let's dig up. I always said I went through some tough stuff in my marriage, Crystal. And people were like, I don't think you should dig all that out. And I was like, oh, I'm digging it all out. Because if we're rebuilding this baby, nobody's coming back for it, right? That was my model. I was like, if we're rebuilding this baby, it's going to be built on a structure of steel. Nobody's coming back for it. And I think it's kind of the same thing. Like when we're taking something to God, it's not like, hey, God, just forgive me for all that junk. It's like, all right, let's dig it out. Let's dig it up. And then let me lay it at your feet. And then I think what you brought today to the conversation is just gold, which is then it's like, all right, God, this is a reality. And this is a hard reality. And this is a heavy reality. And I have regret. I have remorse. Maybe I have shame. Maybe I have guilt, whatever it is. But now God, you work in all things. So change this perspective, change this perspective, which I will say this because I, I feel you and I are close enough and that we've been transparent enough on this. I think God has done this exact thing for both of us when it comes to our sexual abuse. 
Mm-hmm. So oh, you and I almost creep people out to, we almost creep people out to the, to the ladder because we are so comfortable, not with the fact that we were sexually abused, but God has worked in that so much. And we've seen all the good that has come from that and the impact that we've been able to make in mm-hmm. that and the protection for our own families and our own children that we've been able to do that, that now it is like, you know what, I would I sign up for it? No. It <laughs> your head for the rest. You wouldn't? What? <laughs> it screws with you for I would get a party, okay? So, I wish it would be worse than So I would not sign up for it, but am I okay with it? I am. I am. Is it part of my testimony? Yep. Yep. Am I healed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that that powerful thing, but I think it's easy. I shouldn't, probably easy is not the word, but I think maybe it is. I think it's easier to get to a place of comfort like that for something that was done to us versus something we would, we did. 1000%. Right. 1000%. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're right. I don't have a problem talking about my abuse and my history. And those are things that have happened to me, but the things that like really have brought me shame and guilt and that condemnation, those are much harder for me to talk about on a, on a public perspective. Um, One-on-ones I, I can, and I do because I mean, really the reality is God's been with me since I was a little kid, like since the day I came out or I was in my mother's womb. And if he's been with me, then he knows all the things that have happened. And, you know, he spoke really clear when I was young that it was going to be used to glorify him. Like, so when all these things were happening to me, I've always kept that perspective that he would use them for his good. And, and he has, right? Like all look, look at, I have a forgiveness podcast. Like I wouldn't be in a place of forgiveness if I didn't have God. Yeah, and if all those things hadn't happened. Forgive at that huh? level. Yeah. It's, right. hard to forgive, it's hard to speak on something if you haven't had to forgive at that level. Right. So I, he, we go through all these trials and tribulations And it's just, it's shifting our perspective. I mean, yes, like we go through things, things happen to us. We don't do things right all the time. Um, We don't make good decisions sometimes. Like everybody screws up. That's why we have Jesus. He came to the cross, you know, died on the cross for our sins. And so if we look at that perspective, I've, I've really worked at giving myself grace so that I don't slip back into like that pitfall of the negative and the, um, you know, that victim mentality and just focusing on, you know, laying it down at his feet and asking for forgiveness and bringing it to the light. And so, um, yeah, that's where I think, I think, I think, um, yeah, I feel all of that. I feel all of that. And so to wrap it all up, we wanted to keep it short since we we're coming on here late today because we had some technical difficulties. I had to chuckle a little bit because I wanted to make sure that we got on air today and, and delivered our podcast and did our live stream for our listeners and our viewers. And so even though I was traveling and I was in my hotel room, I made all these accommodations to go live with Crystal. And then I chuckled because the very bed that I got off of from working at this morning to like go and do this whole thing so that we could do it well is the bed I landed back at. And then the tech actually works. So, <laughs> so we, Crystal and I got a good laugh about that, but you know, um, if you, if you're in, if you're listening to us on our podcast and you're not in our community on Facebook, we have a closed community, the saved and sassy society. And that is where we're going to be really developing a lot coming in 2024 emails, weekly scriptures, um, Bible studies, all the things to really help you as a woman in the world live, um, from the word and not the world. And so, we're also going to be getting really loud in the next couple of weeks about who the Saved and Sassy Society and the Saved and Sassy podcast is not for. Um, that's something God's been putting on my heart to be very, very clear about. There's a very specific um, 
need for community around women, Christian women right now. And what we don't want to do is build a community that is watered down for other people and doesn't properly embolden believers. And so we're going to really be um, getting, you know, vocal on who this community is for. And if you feel that you are really wanting, you know, to dive into the word, you're wanting to stand stronger for God's truth and not the, the truths of the world, then you'll definitely want to jump on over to Facebook and join our Saved and Sassy Society. And then if you have not subscribed and if you happen to be watching our live stream and you have not subscribed to our podcast, please get over there. We're on all platforms where there's podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all the things, but jump on over and subscribe to the Saved and Sassy podcast. And please leave us a review. We are in the early stages of figuring this whole thing out and really um, just stepping into obedience where God said to do this. And so we want this to be successful to glorify him. So we would love if you'd go over there and subscribe to that. And as always, let us know what we can bring in future topics to help you. But Crystal, to tie this all up, um, I hope that there's someone out there that listened today and is just like, you know what, I'm ready. I'm ready to release it. So no matter where it is and no matter how it hits, because it can hit heavy, whether it was last week or it was two lifetimes ago, it's time to dig it up, dig it all up, dig it all up, lay it at his feet, allow the conviction to hit, followed by the grace. But then remember, the next thing that has to come is allowing him to use it for good. And that good most likely is actually somebody else's good. So get ready to be a testimony. Mm, I love that. So powerful. Yeah. I have goosebumps. So thank you for that. I, I totally agree. And if you need help walking through something, you know, Randy and I are here for you too. Yeah, always. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you for making a second time slot for me today to jump on here. I always appreciate <laughs> always. you. All <laughs> yes, right, friends. Well, we will, we'll be back next Monday. And so we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.